This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hour 5, G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Allow us to hearken back. Uh, some of the great moments between the Cowboys and Packers over the years. And uh, maybe we'll get an assist here from Brian Broaddus as we stroll through there, the 90s. There were no happy times for that Packer bunch at all. Did you never get the Cowboys in that never whole did. run? Never did. Had to wait for their run to be over. Yep. Had to wait for Jimmy Johnson to leave and for Jerry Jones to start screwing the team go. up for there you to have a chance at the Super Bowl. There we go. And the NFL has never been the same since. There's Lucius Alexander, the Pimp Cup. Here at Master Control, 75 and Fitzhugh, where downstairs the Rangers' hot stove has begun as Jared Sandler, Josh Spores, Josh Smith, John Blake, uh, Rangers PR, and several other dignitaries and executives are uh, hanging out and uh, soaking up the vibes. Sands has a hot stove show coming up 7 to 8 as they're kicking off their caravan around Texas, spreading the good Ranger vibes and the love to all the Rangers fans here across the great state and... Uh, Back there at 520, they joined us in studio. John Blake made the significant station announcement. The Rangers and 105 through the fan have extended their broadcast agreement. And that's great news. You never want to see your favorite team go to a different radio station, especially if the radio station they're on is 105 through the fan. Uh, because, uh, you know, salute to program director Gavin Spittle and, and Brian Purdy and, and Jared Sandler. Of course, Zach Wolchuk did some great work. Cover a couple of years ago on their pre and post game show, you know we just uh, we love the Rangers and the Rangers love us and and now we can say with authority they ain't going anywhere. Hell yeah, they've been with us now since 2015. You know when I first got here 2010, Texas Rangers were you know beginning a World Series season, um, but nobody wanted to go to the games, and uh, they used to leave like stacks of tickets to go to the Rangers games. In 20, yeah, Lucius when he when he first got here that was awesome. And these were amazing seats, like down the third base line, maybe eight rows up. <laughs> there would just be like two rows for KRLD, FM, or AM. And then, uh, you know, the next year, year two of their World Series run, they were gone. And uh, <laughs> that turned out to be perfect timing for me uh, because I was gone from afternoon drive and I was doing evenings and, uh, uh, you know, did a couple of years uh, evenings with Lucius and, and, and CA. And I thought, man, that was so great when we had uh, the Rangers. And then in, in 2015, one of the first things that Gavin Spittle did when he returned as well to uh, DFW was to bring the Rangers back to 105 through the fan. And, you know, since that day, I, I've, I've, I've considered it just a, a lock that they would never leave. So when I found out their contract was coming up, I did expect it very much so. Um, and, uh, and we got the payoff, uh, today at, there in the 520 with the announcement Rangers and, and 105 to the fan have extended that broadcast agreement. Okay. Let's take a look here, guys. What, what's your favorite moment in Cowboys Packers history? Wolchuk, let's start with you. Oh, geez. 
Uh, do I have a favorite one? I mean, most is there of, any good? You know what it is? It's probably 2007 Thursday night football uh, when the Cowboys and Packers were both basically the top two teams in the NFC. Yeah. The winner was going to get a home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Cowboys were on that 13 and three run, and I think it was like a two 10 and one teams, maybe nine. It and was one teams. yeah, two 10 and one teams, and 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 Favre and gets hurt he, in the game. Yeah, Nate Jones knocked him out of the game, and then comes Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers played well. I mean, that's when they started to think, okay, we've got the heir apparent here. But the Cowboys just had absolutely obliterated them, and then of course we're thinking, all right. Here we go. Cowboys get the number one seed. They're going to play the Giants, who they beat twice already. The Packers had already won to go to the NFC Championship game. So I'm thinking, all right, I'm with my grandfather. We're going to get to go watch the NFC Championship game next week after we beat the Giants again. And, uh, well, unfortunately, that didn't happen. But that's probably the most recent positive memory other than Dak. His Dak rookie, rookie year. year. That was a huge win. Yeah, going to Lambeau. I, I remember talking preseason. Yeah. I was doing the pre, uh, I was doing the post game show with Basic, and preseason, you know, Dak's going out and putting up like perfect passer rating games, and and the discussion was when will you think it's real? And we kind of circled Green Bay and, and Pittsburgh around the middle of the season. Like if you get through these, there's really nothing you can say. Going on the road against playoff teams and winning, and it, you know that was kind of the 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 verification that hey, this is going to go well into the future. This isn't a a quick run of a rookie who the league has yet to figure out. This is, you know, he's been doing this for 12 weeks and yeah. he just went on the road and 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 won a big game. I for me, that's probably it as far as. You know, as far as what's in my memory now, maybe we can go here into the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel and, and harvest some other memories. Uh, Chief, what do you have? Is there is there a Cowboys Packers memory? I mean, th- that one, I mean, watching long haired Aaron Rodgers trot onto the field and be like, OK, after a couple of years being in the league, not sure what he was going to be. And it's like, all right, this guy actually seems like he's pretty good. Uh, and then, I mean, I, I do remember how fun that second half was in, in 2016 in the playoff game at AT&T Stadium, and it was back and forth, and it was like Dak sort of going toe-to-toe with Aaron Rodgers, yeah. and then unfortunately coming up short, like most of them end in in sadness. You know, there's not great memories there, but there's been big-time moments that unfortunately, you know, you come out on the wrong side. I guess the Dez catch is probably... Oh, Probably yeah. the yeah. most yeah. powerful memory. Ultimately, yeah. Oh, I'll never forget. But it's that. so bad, I don't want to talk about I'm it. I'm never going to get over it. No, I, I've I've been a part of both on both sides of it, you know, working for the Cowboys and then and then working for the Packers. Never, I mean, I was going back and looking at all the games. There was never a time where we in Green Bay came here, regular season games or playoff games, you know, ever won a game. And you just those were those were terrible times. Great for Cowboy fans, but the the the, the win that Dak got at Lambeau Field and how that that was that was a great game for Cowboy fans. The but the Des catch game, just standing right there and being part of that, you know, just and knowing in my heart, I'm like, God, this guy just made one of the greatest catches I've ever seen in my life. And then it for it to go the other way, uh, you know, was it, it was you're so like euphoric about it. And then all of a sudden, then you're like heartbroken all in the same, yeah, same. In a matter of minutes, yeah, yeah. just a matter of minutes, uh, it went it, from that. One. It's heart wrenching because both were like that, right? Well, in Fourteen and sixteen, like the Dez one, sure, yeah. and and that's that felt like the team that was going to do it because they'd already beaten Seattle yeah. in Seattle. That team, that that the the team, the fourteen game was, yeah, you're absolutely right because I was sitting there thinking, you get past Green Bay, you've already beat up on Seattle. Yeah, they they we didn't have a, very they didn't have an answer for you running that football with Demarco Murray. No. 
No. They physically got beat up in Seattle, and Seattle's teams don't get beat up like Only that. Only DeMarco Murray could stop himself that yeah. day. Yeah. I think, what year were you born in, Wolchuk? 91. 91, so. so like I've gone I mean, back and watched the 95 championship game, but I wasn't coherent to be able to remember it. The greatest moments, undoubtedly, for the Cowboys against the Packers, to me, is 93, 94, 95, where you eliminate them yeah. in three consecutive playoffs, <laughs> including yeah. the NFC title game in 1995. Yes. Uh, you know, you, Brett Favre, Reggie White, still not enough as oh. the Cowboys just kept on rolling. The first great moment goes to the Packers in 1966, a goal line stop to reach the first Super Bowl there as uh, Dave Robinson nearly sacks Don Meredith instead. Meredith throws it to Tom Brown, uh, hauled in for an interception in the end zone, and yeah. Green Bay wins 34-27 yeah. and advances to the Super Bowl. What an absolute heartbreaker for the Cowboys fans that day. Uh, 1968, an Ice Bowl rematch on Monday night. Do you remember this one, Brian? I don't remember, but I've seen – I've. Stood at the spot. I've seen video. I've seen artifact. I've seen everything involved with that game. But no, I was five years old at the time. The false so, start right? I, that wasn't called. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. a lot of Cowboy fans will point to that. Like yeah. the Packers on the quarterback sneak to yeah. win it. There yeah. was a false start on the damn play. Yeah. It was part of the league's experiment to test out the Monday night format. Bart Starr throws freaking four touchdowns with a national TV audience. It wasn't yet Monday night football. It was just a game happening on a Monday night. Packers won 28-17, but perhaps it can be seen as a last hurrah. Green Bay lost its next two and four of its next five, and Vince Lombardi had already stepped down as coach. Packers finished 6-7-1, and one, while the Cowboys were 12-2 and two, and in the midst of a dynastic run that would include yeah. four straight trips to the conference title game, two Super Bowls and a championship. Three more Super Bowls would follow from 75 to 1978. So that was definitely a, a watershed moment as far as lifting the Cowboys even though Green Bay got the victory that was their that was their last hurrah okay uh we go to 1975 Brian yes Green Bay comes in 0-4 while Dallas was 4-0 and in the midst of a season that would end with a loss in the Super Bowl but somehow the Packers found a way at Texas Stadium a 26-yard touchdown pass to Rich McGeorge yep buck 52 wow. left that's that's a qu- uh, that's essentially your Arizona game right there that's it yep Okay, uh, how about the James Lofton reverse? 1982? 82. Lynn Dickey pitches to Eddie Lee Ivory. Yeah, running back. Wow. Hands the ball in a reverse to James Lofton. Division around 82 playoffs. The electrifying Lofton weaves his way through would-be tackler. Scamper 71 yards for a touchdown against the Cowboys, cutting it 23-19, but Dallas answered with a touchdown just as they did after Mark Lee's 22-yard pick return later in the fourth. 37-26. Uh, be lied how exciting the finish was for a Packers what, team that hadn't been in the playoffs for a decade. I wonder if that was a strike here, 83. That might have been the strike, the NFL mm. strike at that point in time. That's it, yeah. They called it the tournament is what they did, the NFL tournament, not the playoffs. The uh, truckwreck.com fan text lighting up with a message from Pappy. Salute to you, Pappy. Uh, thanks for the holiday gifts. A salute to Kenny and Quinlan as well. Put those batteries to good use last night there, yeah. the uh, the Amazon Fire Stick controller. They're always burning through batteries on that damn Fire Stick controller. Oh, okay. But Pappy did says, J- your, oh, sorry, did, did you get did he get your old lady some uh, socks? <laughs> yes. He got my old lady some socks. Has she tried them on yet? I don't think so. They're pretty awesome. Bro. Yeah, my, oh. mine's tried yeah. them on. Nice with some long with a long shirt? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> thank you, Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta send okay. him a thank you card. Those gloves. <laughs> 
Pappy texted Jason Garrett's Thanksgiving, though. Became a dubious moment in Packers history. A glorious moment in Cowboys history. It appeared the Packers would have the upper hand with Aikman hurt and replaced by Garrett. Yeah. But Garrett, the future Cowboys coach, throws for 311 and two touchdowns, and the Packers saw a 24-13 lead in the second half disappear in a 42-31 loss. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Four touchdowns, no picks by far, but he could not outduel Jason Garrett. No, yeah, that's I swear I say the story all the time. Why do you say it's horrible? That sounds glorious to me. Oh, you were you I was on the Cowboys fan. It was Garrett looked right at Broadus there on the sidelines, pointed. Is that why you hate him so much? That's part of it. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why that Sandlot quarterback beat us that day. Kirk Cousins actually got his "you like that" from Jason Garrett from that that day. He was looking at Broadus when he said it. He is not a Sandlot quarterback. He's a robot quarterback. Sandlot. Doesn't that mean like you're playing wild and free and crazy? Yeah, yeah. He's you're playing street ball. He's bad quarterback. The, yeah, the, there you go. The He's thing, a bad quarterback. He's a bad man it, that day. That was, the, that was the one time, exactly. That was the one time we came here, and I'm thinking, we're going to actually win a game here. This guy played, we're going to win, and and he light, he lit us up. I mean, God darn it, it was bad. That was so bad. I fly. I remember flying home like, we'll, yeah. ne- we'll never beat these guys. All right, we, Brent, will, we will never beat what's these What's behind this story? Somebody texted in of uh, Holmgren riding a Harley in with the buses for yeah, one of the yeah. playoff games. We, we had a, yeah, we had a, we were coming, we were staying at the, the Weston, uh, down on 635, down there by Luna Road, down in that area. Matter of fact, we stayed in every hotel in this town. <laughs> trying to change the trying juju? Trying to change the juju. We did. We stayed in <laughs> all of them. Trust me. Holmgren convinced the state, uh, the police, the Dallas police, that uh, he wanted to he wanted to ride to Harley as part of the uh, the motorcade wow. to get us to the game. So he was up there with the de- and if you've ever been a part of one of those, it is impressive with those motorcycles and how they whip in and out of traffic and get people to stop and all that. Yeah, but Holmgren let us in on the uh, with the with the, on the on the uh, to the to Texas State on that day. Yeah, just like Eric Nadell did for Eric Chiafalo. Yeah. Decades later. Beautiful. We go back to 1997. It's Green Bay show now. The Cowboys had whooped Green Bay three years in a row in the playoffs, then beat them in Monday Night Football 21-6 in 1996. But in 97, it was the end of an era. Two ships passing in the night. Frustrated Troy Aikman watched Brett Favre throw for four touchdowns, and the Packers won 45-17. Dorsey Levins with a buck 90 and two all-purpose scores. I absolutely hated Dorsey Levins on the video games right about then. Kind of slow motion runner. Yes, and powerful. Yeah. You know, and then once the computer took charge, and back then you played against the computer a lot uh, because there was not any internet yet. Kept feeding him. Yeah, the the computer would feed Dorsey Levins. And if you played in like all world mode or all Madden mode or whatever, you could be up like 3-0 or maybe 6-0 late in the game. And then the AI would kick in. They'd give it to Dorsey Levins for like a 93-yard run. Drove me crazy, that freaking... He can't run... 11 man to the football, you know? I mean, you got a gang tackle. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) Uh, Aaron Rodgers, welcome to the big stage 2007. We talked about that game. The biggest comeback since 82? Wow, down 26-3 at halftime in the 2013 season. I don't remember this. Eddie Lacy and Matt Flynn engineer oh, the oh, team's yeah. biggest Matt comeback. Flynn Matt Flynn got paid off of this game. Matt Flynn. Yeah, That's John right. Snyder. Oh, are you yeah. kidding me? John Snyder. Oh, him, yeah. yeah. Dez goes off in this one, and Matt Flynn's throwing like five touchdowns. I think Jordy Nelson had three. Cost you the playoffs, probably. You go eight and eight oh, that year. F and A. Gosh, I hate this team. Maybe we should be nervous about Jordan Love now. Of course, Dez 2014, the Jared Cook stupid catch in 2016. 
And then uh, Aaron Rodgers waving, uh, Aaron Jones waving goodbye while grabbing his crotch in 2019 <laughs> as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the factor right there, the the Aaron Jones factor. And, and he did finish the season strongly. Like if, if something's going to get wild and crazy, I, I think it's got to probably be him making the defense worried about the run game and providing a couple of plays over the top for Jordan Love. Mike McCarthy's return 2022. I, I'll never forget that game, just how confident we were in victory how perfect the Green Bay game plan was. Yeah. And uh, and then you, you couldn't find Christian Watson. It was it was just crazy how all that came, came together and, and how ticked off Mike McCarthy was. <laughs> that was the first time I realized how emotional he is. Yeah. You know, and, and now you, you see it a lot more this year because he's the head coach and there's a lot more decisions. He's not just standing there quietly watching people coach. He's actually coaching. And, and you see, like, almost smoke begin to start billowing out of his ears. All righty, uh, Nation. Hopefully we, we have another historic moment waiting for us on Sunday afternoon. The pregame starts at 1230 with Chia Follow and Broadus and the postgame about uh, about 630 with uh, with Wolchuk and Broadus. A TD Tuesday is coming up next, boys. What do you have in store? Is this a national championship, NFL? Some NFL doing? and national title TDs. Big ones. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yes, sir. Welcome back, Nation. Hope you're having a great day. It is time for some TD Tuesday. We're going to... Enjoy some of the greatest TDs of Week 18 here and maybe the National Championship game as well. Segments brought to you by the Frankels. Life's unpredictable. Accidents happen. Franklin Frankel, the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks in DFW. If you or a loved one's been in an accident, contact Franklin Frankel for a free consultation. It's 214 or 817-333-3333. Go to truckwreck.com. The 469 says, hell of a show today, fellas. Literally pure gold as always. Hope you have a wonderful evening. That's yeah, Thank uh, you very much. Thank from you, Richie. Richie from Ennis. Appreciate you, so sir. salute. I want to salute the great Coach John Settle, AD and head coach at Sunnyvale Football for many years. Announced his retirement earlier this afternoon. Uh, so salute to him and uh, and congrats on a great, great career. It's a tight community out there in Sunnyvale. Uh, and I've uh, really enjoyed getting to know John over the years. Current coach on the staff, you think? I don't know. You know, I, I know they have a lot of qualified individuals, and I know they got a lot of talent coming up for the uh, in the underclass. So it's a it would be a good job for I somebody. Would think, I would think it's a pretty dang good job. How are facilities? I need a field house. Okay. Weight room's great. Just put in a new turf field. Do we have an indoor place oh, nice. we practice? Uh, there is a Get nice indoor heat? weight room. Oh, need okay. a field house. Need okay, need field. a field house. Several gymnasiums around the Sunnyville campus, though. 
Okay. That but, you could uh, get indoors for doing some cardio. Y'all need Brett Favre. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lucius. That's right. <laughs> oh, my bad. Oh. <laughs> to be fair, this is a made good because I believe we mentioned Brett Favre at some point during our full-on Packers we, Cowboys segment. We said segment. the full name. I thought we were sticking to no. just the last one. There my was. Bad. There was. No, no it's all good, fine. Lucius. Oh, man. That's rules weird. are rules. <laughs> I, don't, I forget. <laughs> Mama gave me eight of them flap chicks and Mama take away five of them flap chicks. I want to stay home for the Crimson Tide. What a segue into TD Tuesday, and here they are, your TD hosts, Woolchuck and Shia Follow. Thank you very much. I believe we have some cowards right now in the bullpen. We invited them in. We said, hey, show off your motorboat and skills, and nobody's walked in yet, so they can all go bleep themselves. But it's time for TD Tuesday. Boom, Boom, shaka-lock. Boom, shaka-lock. Boom, shaka-lock. TD Tuesday, shaka-lock. Final regular season TD Tuesday of the 2023 football season. We got college football national championship TDs all up in here. But we start in Cincinnati, home of the Skyline Chili and home of Cake Browning. Charlie Jones motions out to the right. Browning drops back to throw. Jake now scans the field. Throws. Caught. Andre Yosibosh with his second touchdown catch of the game. Right in the middle of the end zone. He beat Halasi and hauled it in. Shout out to Jake Browning. If there's a man who knows his way around some TDs. You see that booth? (laughs) That cameraman sure found him, didn't he? Was she wearing like a a ski racer outfit? Something delicious. Yeah. Yes. Shout out to Jake. Yeah. And shout out to Andre Yoshivas, Princeton Zone, man. Princeton Zone. One of the receivers you I did, scouted you the did. end there. Probably your 200th player he you He literally did. was. <laughs> like, man, this kid from Princeton can actually play. I didn't know if he'd get drafted. Bengals yeah. take him in the sixth round. He's catching some TDs catching out there. Some TDs, yeah. Big fan of Andre Yoshivas and a big Yoshivash. fan of Yoshivas. Jake Scout him up. working with him. Trying, man. Uh, thanks you to You know, Brian. wide receivers. Maybe, maybe I got one wide receiver right. Don't know who's going to win the national championship. No idea. Don't ask me who's winning a damn Once thing. again, not those wide receivers. Tell you anything? Not those wide receivers <laughs> at Washington. I'm, I'm going to lean the uh, Gavin Dawson route. Never take Washington. No, never take. You, you did Washington. say that. You did. You I should have listened to you. You're like, dude. I know Washington's not winning a big game. Like, I, I like this Michael Penix guy. They're not going to win. Well, they didn't win. Let's go to Nick Mullins. Big Nick Mullins. What does he do? Justin Jefferson, huh? From under center, play action. Deep <laughs> Jefferson there. Touchdown! Mullins to Jefferson from 38. Wow, leave it no doubt. You can tell from his voice it's a touchdown. You don't even need him to say it. No. Usually he goes, Vikings. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't, didn't pay, pay off on that this didn't time. Didn't pay off on that one. I believe this guy. Well, and he usually says something about, it's JJ, yeah, it's JJ. or whatever with Justin Jefferson. Hey, Eric, how long have you had that scar on your chin? Um... I've had it since I was in, I believe, third grade. Never noticed it. Was it a dog bite? Because that would actually explain a lot. It was not a dog bite. It was uh, the, I was in third grade and my like eighth grade neighbor dared me to, uh, with my crappy bike, jump a makeshift <laughs> ramp that was made of plywood and bricks. For BMXing at yeah, third grade? Yes. And I got to the top of the ramp and then sort of got stuck and flipped over and smashed my Damn. chin on the ground. So... It's been there for a while. Been there for a while. Yeah. Just noticed it. Thanks. Yeah. Like stitches. You're welcome. I don't know how many stitches it was, but I do know that my dad was either too, well, I don't think it was too lazy, just too cheap to send me back to the doctor for them to take the stitches out. Him and his buddy with some pliers pulled those things out. Nice. My dear God. Epic. Hopefully at least needle nose pliers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know what shot, they were. Son, shut up. But it's true. My mom's like forever mad at my dad. She's like, his scar is much worse. If you would have just taken him in to get the stitches out, I think you'd be able to hide it. But now Broadus is going to call him out in the middle of the show. Yeah. Dang it. She just, was right. Do you think the beard's a result of the scar? 
or did was did that play into the psychology at all of becoming a beard guy? I think I I I think I wanted to be a beard guy from day one, with yeah. or without the scar. I wanted to be that beard you can guy. Pick, pick games better next time. Then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get to Detroit, where Jared Goff what? is throwing lasers to Mister St. Brown. Jared drifts left. Look, look. Now he throws downfield. It is caught left sideline. Cutting back. That is Amon Ross St. Brown angling at the twenty-five to the twenty to the fifteen. Cuts back at the ten. Amon Ross the five fighting at the two yes, into the end zone. Touchdown. Detroit Lions! Oh, baby, what a run by Amon Ross St. Brown! That dude is... Yak monster. One of the best we've got right now with the calls. With the play-by-play? Oh, yeah. Man, he's fan- so I'm driving home after the yeah. Lions game last week, and because uh, we're done, so Amy Lawrence comes on. Amy Lawrence <laughs> actually played his call yeah. of the touchdown that wasn't with the oh, Dan Skipper, yeah. and the call is brilliant. I mean, he crushed it. He's like, Ben Johnson! Ben Johnson! Ben Johnson! He said Ben Johnson about six times. I mean, they thought they had the game won. Yeah. Then, unfortunately, you didn't. Maybe you should declare. Make yourself eligible. Make a call like that. You should be known as Big Johnson. Big Johnson. Big Johnson. Big Johnson. All right, let's go to uh, Michael Penix Jr. Speaking of Penixes, uh, he finds J-Mac for a TD. Their only TD. Fourth and goal at the three-yard line. Huskies with under a minute to go in the half. Trailing by two touchdowns needing this play. Jalen McMillan motions from right to left. Penix out of the gun. Claps his hands, takes a snap. Back to pass, looking to throw. Penix throws back to the end zone. Caught! Touchdown! Jalen McMillan takes a fastball, but there's a flag on the far side of the field. I got Uh-oh. you, Tony. Don't worry, because they absolutely mauled Roma Dunze. It would have been pass interference and first and goal from the one, but what a patient job by Michael Penix finding that seam ball up the middle. The fourth down conversion of the year so far. Defense. And the Huskies are an extra point away from making it a one-possession game right before the half. And a dance from Jalen McMillan in the end zone. And the swag is back with the purple and gold. Oh, unfortunately, that's all the swag last I am digging the uh, Huskies broadcast they, team. They're a good team. They're I don't know if that was the sideline guy or it was yeah. the color guy, but he comes in he's like, I got you, don't worry about it. Yeah. He was mugging a dude in the end zone. Yeah. I think that's Brock Hewitt, Damon oh. Hewitt's little brother. Yes, Brock. All right. of the 97 team. Man, that's good broadcasting there right go. there. Um, I like it, the energy. I, 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 lo- I love that energy, too. I, I, I love the guys who can tell things without needing the replay. Yeah. You know, like the analyst, it's like, yep, yep, the guard got beat. Watch this on the replay. And you're like, how did you notice all this up. stuff? Yeah. I will I give her credit. He did have one on one of the touchdown runs. I mean, he had called it, like the play design and everything, like the tackle blocking down. He moves the, the defensive tackle over, creates the running lanes. Like, damn, Herbie. That opened up so fast. Yeah. I don't know how the hell you saw that happen, but delay. Oh, you think so? It's a delay. You get the like the bro- the broadcast. But radio doesn't have this. Yeah. So for radio, yeah, TV but the, gets the, the delay. delay. Okay. Yeah. You're getting the instant replay yeah. on the on the in stadium oh, feed and talking off. to the TV audience. Yeah. It's a hack. You about to pound a banana? It makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I am about to pound a banana, but not before Don. Break it apart, bro. Uh, (laughs) 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 Okay, good call. Thank you. That's a pro tip right there. What kind of of banana is this? No, no, no. That's a small banana. (laughs) Don't say that, Brian. Wow. You got some. You got some hubris about your banana? No, I just was just making a comment. Well, um, say it looks pretty big to me. Big Donovan. Am I wrong about this? Yeah, it's thin. Is this a small banana? It's not. If I have a small banana, just tell me. I, I like the tonnage, not the girth. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Donovan Edwards, <laughs> he found Pater. Pistol formation. JJ takes the snap. 
Hands it off to Edwards, who will bounce it outside. Donovan, 40. Donovan, 30. Donovan Edwards is in the clear. He'll do it again. His second touchdown run of the ball game. This time for 46 yards. And Michigan has taken a 13-3 lead on the second touchdown of the night from the man who was not tripping. <laughs> Sounds like McAfee doing the call there. It does a little, yes. It's a it's our guy though, right? It's the guy that's smoking all those cigarettes. Yeah, yeah he, his his his, yeah. his voice has aged. I mean, it's been a long season on those vocal cords. So that was to put him up fourteen three. We heard the Washington call. This was the touchdown that clinched it for Michigan. Probably the best TD they've had in years. Blake Corm off the left hip of JJ McCarthy in a shotgun snap. Blake run him right. Cuts up field at the 10, breaks a tackle to the 5, Blake Corm to the goal line, to the end zone, touchdown Wolverines. Blake Corm with the touchdown run from 12 yards out, and Michigan extends the lead to 26-13 to here midway through the fourth quarter. <laughs> Y'all know who Charlie Day is? Yes. Oh, yes. He's <laughs> telling Charlie Day. He's telling Charlie Day, bro. You're 100% yeah. right about that. Yeah. I'm just so impressed a guy like Blake Corum can get his hand on, on so many TDs. Gosh, you know? he is a TD guy. Doug Karsh. I think this guy oh, is. Dougie Fresh. Doug Karsh. He's a, he's a host. He's a radio host at 97.1. Here we Detroit. go. Yeah. It is true because how short is Corum? Five like, eight. Yeah, 5'8". Yeah. Like yeah. Most 5'8 yeah. dudes aren't finding themselves just in, engulfed in TDs the way Corum has been over the last four years. Oh. He's the all-time. And then to have the, the most historical yeah. TD... In the history, maybe, of your program. That's what I call a big man on campus. Boom, baby. Damn right. Yeah, he leads the uh, he leads the Wolverines. He's the all-time touchdown leader. Big-time TD guy. Yeah. Let's get to professional TDs, shall we? Huh. Ryan Tannehill. We'll be DeAndre <laughs> Hopkins, who came up three receiving yards shy of a cool million dollars. Whoops. He at least found hey. the end zone. Oh, what? man. Tannehill takes the snap. <laughs> looks, looks, fires into the end zone. Touchdown, Titans! DeAndre Hopkins! Wow, Henry Hopkins! What a duo there! Who? And Tannehill continuing to work his magic. Gosh, they shouldn't have benched that guy. What Ain't no magic hell? like a Tannehill Maybe magic. Rabel would still have the job. Yeah, Anyways. Hopkins needed seven catches on Sunday for 250K. He got that. Uh, what he also needed was 49 yards for an extra million dollars, mm. and he had 46. Oh, coach, way. coach, call a screen, bro. Come on, man. Seriously, I got you, dog. Coach, did. please. The commanders did that. They did for they Terry got McLaurin. They got Terry McLaurin 1,000 yards. Cowboys did it earlier in the year for CD. I mean, this is just ridiculous, so you guys got to do better. All right, Brees Hall, 50-yard TD run for the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Brees Hall, the eye back, takes another handoff, runs left, finds some room, gets free. Down the sideline goes Brees Hall, inside the 30, inside the 20, breaks a tackle, 10-5, touchdown. That's an icing on the cake, Jet touchdown for Brees Hall. Yeah, and the Jets mathematician thought that was a 56-yard TD run, <laughs> not a 50-yard TD run. And that was just one of their mathematicians. <laughs> That's true. The collective unit sort of dropped the ball there together, uh, but it's okay. Congratulations, Brees Hall, being six yards away from being a 1,000-yard man. Maybe next year. Maybe they next often year. they often appear to be much larger at first glance. Yeah. That's so a good point. Sometimes yeah. you, can be, you can be fooled. Mm-hmm. Uh, Push-up TDs? Yes, a little, yeah, at least yeah. a little bit of uh, support. Yeah, a little uh, boost. I've been, I think we've all been got. I think a so miracle. Too. Mm. What they used to call them. Remember that late nineties when they <laughs> debuted. 
I don't remember that. Yeah, they did. They made a huge de- campaign out of it. You got to get the miracle bra. Yeah. 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 It's fantastic. Damn, they'll never know the <laughs> Innovation, Works man. Wonders. Gotta love Woo. technology. Let's get to Lambeau Field. Hopefully the connection from Love to D-Wix is not clicking on Sunday, but it was this past week. Down to two. Here's the snap. Love throws over the middle. Got his man inside the yeah. five. Reaching yeah. for the end zone. Touchdown. Down Davian Wicks beating Kyler Gordon on a slant off the left side. And the Packers have a 13-6 lead. Do not need any Dontavian Wicks touchdowns this week. Not at all. No nice. Jordan Love TDs either. Would be nice. Maybe a shutout would be fantastic. Let's go to Mason Rudolph, uh, the red-nosed reindeer. He is throwing a TD to Deontay Johnson. Third and four. Steelers from there, 29. Shotgun snap. And it is Mason Rudolph down the middle and on his way. That is Deontay Johnson. 30, 25, 15, 10. He's gone for that Steelers touchdown. 71 yards. Rudolph to Johnson. Rudolph to Johnson. And lo and behold, Mason Bleeping Rudolph will be starting a playoff game this weekend. Yep. Orchard Park. No T.J. Watt. No T.J. Watt, but there will be a Mason Rudolph. Rudolph, So there is a chance. Mm -hmm. There's a chance for these Steelers. I wonder if Mason Rudolph ends up being the, uh, you know, the starter moving forward. Who knows? This is is a miracle worker, man. He's just like, it doesn't matter. Give me the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. Okay, we'll see in the playoffs. Some rumors he might step away there. Yeah, I saw local local sports talking in Pittsburgh that maybe maybe Tomlin steps down. And does he step down and want another job? If he does, just add it to the mix of a great head coach free agent class. He'd probably be on the top of my list. No question about it. All right, let's finish this thing off. Dak Prescott to CD. Prescott's in the gun, back to throw, looking right, scrambles left, still got it, scrambles back right, throws it in the end zone, caught for a touchdown in the back of the end zone by C.D. Lamb. Mm, Thank you, Brad. We appreciate you. When in doubt, uh, order the lamb chops. Absolutely, and certainly he got a couple of those chops. TD Tuesday in the books. Thank you, guys. Uh, TD Tuesday every Tuesday during the football season here in the G-Bag Nation. A playoff edition on deck for next week. When we return, we'll chat with the Get Right, see what uh, they have cooking here for you tonight on the fan. Thank you very much, Lucius. The... uh the get right's coming up 8 to 11. 7 to 8, you're going to have the Rangers hot stove show as uh, Jared Sanders is going to be down there broadcasting. Uh, Josh Spores, Josh Smith, uh, John Blake, Rangers PR is down there. Uh, our boss's boss, Brian Purdy, Gavin Spittle, they're all down there hanging out with Tolos. They're about to have a Rangers party. The line was almost out the door at one point. So it's a, it's a big deal if you are in the area and you want to come by and soak up some Rangers offseason vibes as they head out onto their uh, statewide caravan. This is the launch point for them. It's a great opportunity here at 75 and Fitzhugh. Now, coming up 8 to 11, you will have the Get Right, and uh, Reggie and Blake are in studio with us now to uh, talk about what's coming up this evening. Gentlemen, how the heck are you? Yo, living, fellas. How y'all doing? We are alive, baby. We're back together, feeling good. Reggie's got a fun show planned for us. Let them know what we got coming. Yeah, let's do that, Reg. What's coming up on the show? Uh, Right off the bat at 8 o'clock, we asked this question. Who are these Cowboys to their core, right? We've had 18 weeks of football. Let's do an evaluation. Who do we – Who? what is this actual team that you have that you're looking at going into Wild Card Weekend versus uh, the Packers? So we'll do that at 8. Um, and then also 8.20, kind of want to get into a question about Luka. Who, who is his – who's going to be his, like, career rival? Obviously, you know, you, things kind of set up and you start looking at that. And so I kind of want to get into that 820. 
Yes, man, that's a great question. There's so many good candidates here, young young players. I think at the top right now is Giannis and Jokic, but they're like, what, four and five years older than him? Yeah. So is it going to be one of those guys? Could it be uh, Halliburton or, or Fox or something? I love that. I love as well, like fans, media members, uh, you know, executives, they're starting to kind of echo this sentiment that maybe Luke is the best player in the game right now. Mm-hmm. Where are you guys at with that? Oh, you don't you don't got to ask me twice. Me, me and Reggie have gone back and forth. I've done with other people. I've been saying Luca's top three, in my opinion, not three or two on some nights. His offensive output is greater. And then his defense has actually been good this year. No one wants to give it credit. He's pretty good in isolation defense, pretty good in help defense. But if you ask me, I think he's one of the best players in the game, elevating a team that's been injured and still keeping them afloat. So obviously there's other great players out there that are doing their thing, but I think this narrative that he doesn't play defense and makes his teammates worse is kind of dying down. But is he the best? I say yes. Okay. He's the best player in the game right now. I, I'm going I'm, I'm to stand. Like what's it. today? January You're 9th, 2024. That and I already said this on an earlier show that I'll say 10, 15 years from now, you'll come back to this. And Luke will be a top 10, top 15 player ever to play the game. Wow. Heard it here first. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I appreciate the level of strength and, uh, you know, how you're standing on business in that instance. <laughs> um, I'm not willing to go that far, but he's absolutely incredibly high up there. I'd probably go top top five at this point. Like, the offense is obviously the calling card, and he makes it impossible for anybody playing. Literally, the best defense in the league is going to have issues dealing with him because he's a three-level three level scorer that goes at his own pace and can navigate anything in addition to his playmaking. The defense is improved, but, like, how sustainable and how stress-tested can it, you know, su- sustain and survive? And I think that's where you start talking about it. But that's already an incredibly high bar that you're talking mm-hmm. about when you talk about that offense and, you know, the ways in which he's been relatively available dealing with these nagging injuries. I think also when you start talking about top 10, 15 alive, mm-hmm. That longevity is going to be an interesting question to ask because, I mean, as of right now, he's limping, still yeah. dealing with that, you know, that, yeah. that quad and the ankle. And so um, not to say that I wish or, you know, view that happening, but I'm interested in seeing just how long and how sustainable that's going to be. Is there going to be like a 10 or 15 year period here where we don't even talk about defense anymore of guys playing defense? It's just going to be about scoring. And, you know, and, and it's like it, it, and when you start to talk about the great players, like Edwards or something at the the Timberwolves or guys like mm-hmm. that, are we just not even going to care about their defense anymore? When someone says, "Oh, he was a great defender," well, so what? What do you? How do he shoot? Yeah. How many points he score a night? Yep. You know, how many? How many assists? It's the hard. Truth. It's going to be offensive. Like we're going to like I think fifteen years from now we're going to compare players and we're not going to talk about how great of a defensive player they were. I I hear what you're going for there, um, because look, man, the, the game has been and always will be about yeah. getting buckets. But, yeah. you, look, man, you're still going to need to be able to play defense. No, no, no question. However, no, no. So, I, yeah. I just feel like, though, we're not going to talk about great defensive players. I, I, I think, when, when you know, you say, well, what, you know, someone's to say, well, defense. How, well, it's more about, hey, he scored. He was this. He, you know, triple doubles. You know, he's already passing, like, historic players mm-hmm. on triple doubles. I, th- I think that yeah. that ends up, I think defense is going to end up being like a separator, maybe not necessarily a defining characteristic for those high level yeah. players, but it's still going to be uh, a well, uh, but then on top of that, he was I'll ask all you this. If Luca were to win a championship, I don't know, in the next two, three years, or even, even in his lifetime on the Mavs, would you say that he's the greatest Mav to put a Jersey on? Yeah, I'd be willing to do that. There's times I've already considered it just because of the way that he affects the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, just in a vacuum, it's it's better than what I Jordan, think that's the only thing holding no. him back. If he wins a championship, would any of y'all disagree that he's the no. best Mav to he, put on a jersey? He no. would be. Uh, yeah. I would personally always have Dirk as my favorite. Favorite, yes. But Luca would be. 
We got to run. Thanks so much to Carter Freeman and Lucius and Woolchuck and Chia following brought us. The Rangers hot stove is next. Get rights coming up 8 to 11. Till tomorrow at 2, you're going home with the GMAC Nation Eddies. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.